and welcome to the discourse, where all of us, or at least one of us, wishes we were in some posh bint's boudoir. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know who, what you mean. Who would I'm that sorry. be? Yeah. <laughs> who's who's wishing for that? <laughs> I'm Holly. I was just thoroughly hi. I as always. I'm Holly. I was just thoroughly owned uh, before we started recording. <laughs> Holly introduces herself, and the Chiron pops up on screen that just says "loves big ladies." <laughs> Weird sex pervert. Yeah. Oh no! Come on. That could apply to so many of us. Please. Yeah, true. <laughs> you are not unique. Um, <laughs> God. You are not immune. <laughs> anyway, um, it's not going to stop because Terry has a fucking opening for this reading that we did. Uh, but joining me is Mark. Hello, I'm here to dunk on Holly. <laughs> uh, Julie. Hello, I'm not expressly here to dunk on Holly, but I can provide auxiliary services. Yeah. <laughs> and Jess. Hi, I'm a big lady. My existence kind of by default dunks on Holly. Fucking Lord. God. Anyway, we are continuing Guards Guards, and we open up with just an extended sequence of Sam Vime like from Sam Vime's perspective, it describes Sybil Ramkin uh as just a fucking mountain of a woman. Mm. Mm-hmm. POV, you're having something awakened within you. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, this is Sam Vines' awakening. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope I don't fall in love with this lady. Literally, the first sentence is, even shorn of her later l- layers of protective clothing, Lady Sybil Ramkin was still toweringly big. Uh, that's great. It's really bringing uh, his earlier drunken ramblings to Sergeant Cole into roost, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little, little bit of in vino veritas there, like God, <laughs> God, because like Kat, Vimes is small. Like he grew up poor. He grew, he didn't have a lot of food. He's probably pretty small. So like just seeing someone who's properly nourished for the first goddamn time in his life, he's just a little guy. This is like seeing a wastelander, a wastelander in Fallout, seeing like a vault dweller for the first time, and he's just like five inches taller than anyone else and has all of his teeth. Wow. She is, she is twirling her hair and saying, "Ha ha! How are you so small?" <laughs> Vime says, "Oh wow, you're six foot five with the horns. That's that's so funny." <laughs> Vime, Vimes and Sybil Ramkin are very much a uh, five foot eight dude, five foot ten wife. Yes, <laughs> I love my tall. Fuck, I love my tall wife. Uh-huh. Has, has, has anyone done the droke, the drunken Homer um, like postcard to Marge, but with Vimes <laughs> to Sybil? Oh, like I, I, oh, Jess, we almost like we were having that exact conversation in like Twitter DMs, like for our last reading, right? Um, Basically, we talked about it actually. I think on the on the first uh, guards installment we did. Okay, good. Um, right, that that Vimes would definitely write that postcard, not to Sybil. We hadn't met Sybil yet, but absolutely. <laughs> Sybil, you got a butt that won't quit. <laughs> you got a tall that won't quit. You got a tall that won't quit. Got these big boots here. Fifty dollars. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, I listen. I just cannot express how like if I ever like wrote something explicitly horny, I don't know how I could make it more ex- like 
it would just come out like this. <laughs> uh-huh. Re- really, this is like two or three pages that can be condensed down to the two words of she big. She big. You know? She is. Umi Pengi. <laughs> There's literally the sentence here, primordial men would have worshipped her. Like... Prehistoric yeah. men would have worshipped her, and in fact, amazingly, managed to carve lifelike statues of her thousands of years ago. Amazing. This is the monolith to Vimes's like, jeering monkey. <laughs> like, like, literally, the, the paragraph before that is, Vimes' ragged forebears were used to voices like that, usually from heavily armored people on the back of a war charger, telling them why it'd be a jolly good idea, don't you know, to charge the enemy and hit them for six. His legs wanted to stand at attention. Vimes. V- Vimes. My guy. My guy. Which, jo- jokes about big lady aside, like, that paragraph's very interesting to me, and some of the stuff about... Uh, like the dragon breeding is very interesting to me because Terry's kind of bringing in this like you know hereditary memory um, that mm-hmm. you know then he's applying to like a class narrative like especially before with Vimes and Wants. Yes, this is a great scene to parallel with uh, the meeting of Wants, um, where like they came from Wants the same. Is... Pla- yeah, they well yeah that's that's the foil you know they came from the same place but but you know Wants. Not like made use of his mobility, but like you know, he he climbed he that in. way up the ladder, and, and yeah. there's he's kind of a dick, also, he's as a opposed dick. to Sybil Rampkin, who is a ray of sunshine in this awful world. Yes, I so listen. We all we all love Sybil Rampkin here. Um, I love a big <laughs> lady. Uh, I also think I'm definitely. Because I kind of read some of this class stuff in here, I'm like, I have a more negative view of her because I'm just like, uh-huh. well, uh, she is a rich person um, doing a lot of rich people things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's I mean, she's literally breeding dragons for fun and profit. She is she is a person who has an extremely obscure hobby and gets to pursue it for a living because she's already wealthy. Yes, she she gets to not care about because like, like it, it talks before about how all the the statues of her her forebears are are covered in ivy uh mm. you know indicating that she gets to not care about it like <laughs> well, we all, like yeah. late like in like the actual la- like last scenes of this reading we do also get like um an unknown amount but like there's a bunch of like letters asking her for donations for like sick dragon sanctuaries so i think she just like part of it is just like she really just does love dragons with all of her yeah. being yeah yeah, no, yeah. There, there's 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 a lot terry manages to do a lot with her in these couple mm-hmm. of scenes in this reading that we get which i really enjoy and respect um mm-hmm. he really fleshes her out and like quite well absolutely this is some of the no pun intended <laughs> i was trying to avoid that uh, mark, thanks god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for voicing that thought that i had mark mm, mm-hmm. um it's it, this is probably some of his best character writing of a woman so far mm-hmm. um like even witches included like I don't think you're wrong she's very she's a very strong character absolutely Oh, I'm so glad. Like, we just keep see- like. Listen, she's around obviously for the rest of the watch books because if you if you think this isn't going to end how you think it's going to end, you are a fool. I I'm mean, so... I think I think it ends with them getting married, Holly, because she told does. me that. <laughs> when yeah. when does she step on him? When does she <laughs> step on him? Oh, that's in like the in between book. Listen, at some point, like <laughs> those are in types... the Dick World books. <laughs> <laughs> the secret. Listen, listen, there's like. 
there's time in between, like, the different watchbooks, and at some point they have a child, so I have to assume it happens sometime before that book. I just have to assume anytime they're not on screen, he's getting stepped on. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> she, like, they they roleplay the fucking, the, the cruel, the cruel heel of society. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just remembering that, like, there were these really silly little uh, web episodes um, that took place in different parts of uh, Breaking Bad, like, behind the scenes for the characters. Mm-hmm. And there's one okay, yes. with, like, uh, Hank Schrader, Walter White's brother-in-law, who's, like, a fucking DEA guy. And it's him right. and his wife doing the whole sexy um, role play where she's a cop and he's handcuffed to the bed. And he's like, he gets really serious because he's just like... You gotta me- read me my rights. <laughs> you gotta get finished unless you read me my rights. <laughs> like you gotta do the role play right, please. Like, come on, please. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I love that. My favorite part is when the guys read the people their rights. <laughs> yeah. Honey. My favorite part is when the guys read people their rights because <laughs> it reminds me that people have rights. Um, they're sitting here in her, you know, sitting room or whatever. Uh, uh, Sybil has a, a dragon on her shoulder who she's she's training to sit on his shoulders. And she's like, this this thing sucks, but like people pay so much for the shoulder sitters. I... <laughs> I... It's, they're going to do, do the Discworld equivalent accessory. of flushing an alligator down the toilet. But it, l- listen, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. There's, that's very interesting to me as well. That like, you know, she does this for the rich to then just like take this commodity and, and just be like okay, this isn't fun to me anymore, and, and then yeah, throw it and away. Yeah, they put him in a sanctuary or whatever. Or they throw him in, throw him in the river. <laughs> right. Her real passion is breeding these other mistakes of nature. <laughs> right, she likes breeding the ugly dragons. It reminds me of, um, like, the exotic bird trade, even, like, legal exotic bird mm-hmm. trade, of mm. people very much appreciate and genuinely care for these birds and would love for people to understand those pets. But also knows the harsh reality. People have no fucking clue how birds are as pets. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, th- this is all, toe to tip, this is dog breeding. Uh, down to the yeah. stupid fucking names. Um, <laughs> Lord Mimsy Wigglebottom of Quim. We meet, um, <laughs> we meet the one dragon leader who has, like, all the bad qualities of the breed or whatever. And it's just, like, a miserable being that will never, like, breed or whatever. And she's like, oh, well. I, I want to talk about that. Um, that's extremely great i love that terry did that um we're not quite there yet so yeah. they're hanging out in here and uh vimes like wants to ask about you know the dragon but right how, keeps... fi- how big can a dragon get is what he's looking but for but she she just cannot stop making like thinly like sex jokes at him <laughs> like you know a bunch of like none of my ancestors have died in their bed in the past thousand years some have in other people's beds mm. wink wonk <laughs> um yeah so the, like Vimes is looking at, like, all the portraits on the wall, and, and so she, you know, uh, uh, there's also all these weapons on the wall. She's from a, a militaristic family. Um, yeah. Vimes definitely gets a boner in this scene that then Terry just makes, <laughs> no, 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 there's just, like, a dragon in his lap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just just off screen, there's a boner. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed Terry, like, dismantling this picture of the noir, like, protagonist he's built up with Vimes. is like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he is very horny. And he doesn't he's know so how to control horny. it. He, he, is he, he is He's turned into fucking Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> he, yes. He's got oh, the yeah, flop yeah. sweat, but for, with boners. Like, 
<laughs> yes. He just sits here, says yes, ma'am, and his hands are shaking. <laughs> Shit, now that I've said that, I'm thinking about that one tweet that, like, has uh, Seymour and, like, I, I, I'm not familiar enough with Little Shop of Horrors to know who the girl is, but, like, the first cis T4T couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audrey is, is the lady. Because I'm just imagining, like, like, tiny vibes and massive Sybil. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I love the the dragon that rests his head in his lap. So I, um, <clears throat> I have an acquaintance who is a dog breeder, uh, and she has, she has one dog like this or had, I don't know if he's still around. Um, we're like, you know, he, he'd done all his shows. Like he had sired oh, right. many, oh, just like many kinds dog of puppies. Sanctuary dog. Yep. So he, you know, now he got to retire and be a pet. Uh, yeah. And, retired, retired show dog. Yeah, yeah, which, because she was still, like, actively breeding dogs as part of the business, she had, like, 12 dogs all the time, and they were border collies, so they're very, very energetic. Oof, so sometimes no. she'd just be like, uh, hey, I'm just gonna drop him off with you guys, like, because he was, like, 12, and, like, all the oh. rest of them were, like, you know, two, three, so they're extremely right. energetic. So they'll just push him around, and, like, he'll have a bad time. Um, whereas when he would come to our house, he could just lay on the couch. <laughs> And, yeah. Yeah. and no one would jump on him. Delight, delightful little boy. So a little, we, little vacation for him. A, a little vacation for Slay. Um, his name was Slay. Uh, like yes. I was just about to say, I mean, oh my god, that's adorable. Like like Santa Slay. I think he was from. Oh, because like that she, was not the Slay I was thinking. <laughs> well, you know, we we would go, yes, yeah, Slay. Yeah. You know, obviously. Good. But Good. that's what you say when he when he is shows up at your your place. <laughs> I mean, there there was many a time I would wake up on like a Sunday morning or something to find that she had dropped him off. <laughs> and be like, yes, slay. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, God. So th- this was this was nice. This reminded me fondly of of the dog that used to come hang out at my house. Yes, um, I love I love how he's all, like he's also being very like needy. Like he's like just staring at vines, like begging him to pet. Ignore just, just like trying to like get him off without like actually like lifting him and touching him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he's mm-hmm. leaking corrosive acid on him. Like. Yes, he does. He does melt Vimes's pants. This, that melts that does mouth, happen during, like hands. over the course of this scene. His pants are just being corroded. His britches dissolving. Terry says, "I think <laughs> it's so good." Listen, I'm just imagining like that fucking image of the fucking tearaway pants that people use for when they're horny on the internet. Except it's Vimes. It's it's Vimes. Vimes invented tearaway pants accidentally. I don't know what it is. Like half the time when I'm reading a guards book, Vimes transforms into Steiner in my mind. Yes, I mean, knowing mm, okay. knowing you, that is that checks out. <laughs> Absolutely, like all descriptions do not match at all. But like, I just cannot. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vimes to me. <laughs> uh, sure, he's explicitly t- said to be wearing like sandals and leather armor. Like none of this is anything. Sure. <laughs> Um, I do love the kind of, like, <laughs> it was so funny on Twitter the other day, by the other day, I literally mean yesterday, um, when, like, the Simpsons quote of the day had, you know, if it's tangy and brown, you're in cider town, because that's uh-huh. 100% what I feel, uh, oh my God. when, when Vime sits here and listens to all the information about the dragons <laughs> and their egg-laying habits. Yeah, she just keeps going. You can stay, like, but fucking... I'm leaving. <laughs> like... <laughs> Sybil just is like deep in the weeds here. She's just like 
she is info dumping everything she's ever learned about dragons and vibes is too polite to say anything vibes asks how big do dragons get and she instead of saying like i think the biggest was around three feet long says i seem to recall that gay heart downburst of angsted 14 thumbs high totematic i i I am impressed though the conversion does check out at one knuckle being three inches there you go Mm -hmm. you know that was a wheelie act. <laughs> I just like the. Ter- yeah, I'm looking at my thumb now. That's yeah, sure. <laughs> he wasn't about to have people come for him. Like I know that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. like it, you know it's a mixture of terrors. Like I should probably do this because I you know a people are gonna uh you know be pissed at me and b I kind of need to know because what if I make a joke about this later like. Yeah. He sure. doesn't. It's the, like this is the only place this comes but up. What if Holly? <laughs> but what if? And then she's like, like she just offhandedly mentions like the like hens and like she gives all like the naming classifications for different ages and like stages of maturity for the dragons that are all silly. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. I I I felt when I, when I was reading this today, it reminded me of this week when since we've started back at school. Um, I have the kids uh, who are in the autism class in the senior year, and mm-hmm. just I. Genuinely was fine with this. Just for the for my first lesson, was sitting there for ten minutes listening to one kid explain the video game Friday Night Funkin', but also specifically the uh, oh, yeah. expansion pack mod that included yeah. all the Sonic characters, but also had all the Sonic characters from various um, like creepypasta Sonics uh, that were based oh, on inside yeah. like Sonic.exe. Yeah, yes, yes, Sonic.exe. <laughs> I have like there's like one girl I follow on Twitter who's like. Fuck, like, who's just really into, like, bu- like, Sonic, like, specifically Sonic.exe. And it oh, was yeah. just, it was, like, ten minutes of this, and I just very, like, you know, wink and nudge, just went, when did everything come with a, like, four-hour lore video? Because I don't remember when this happened, when things just couldn't be things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would Let just, yeah, I would have been like, uh-huh. Like, like... <laughs> Brain just like playing like um fucking Herb Albert and Tawana Brass just like uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. you can stay but I'm leaving yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. then again I do love that kid he comes in very handy when I need to know the exact height of Nintendo characters <laughs> hell <God>. yeah that rules. <laughs> everyone has their has their specialty hell yeah um, uh, Vimes gets dragged out to the kennel and and shown uh, everyone right. in the kennel <laughs> yes look of at course, these horrible stinky boys. These awful little lads. Yes, that is the thing, is that her house just smells terrible, because it smells like weird dragon farts or whatever. Yeah. The the, the shed smells like a combination of dragon dung, uh, the weird chemicals that they all have all the time, uh, and, like, soot, and it's hot because they're all breathing fire. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Vimes Vimes does get dressed up in, like, thick leather armor with, like, steel plates. (laughs) He's He's in the dragon equivalent of, like, a beekeeping suit. Yeah. I, was, I read it as like one of those suits for when you work with aggressive dogs. Uh, oh, like, sure. Add a, a bit of both. <laughs> I'm thinking like I'm thinking like armored version of like a volcano, like a volcanologist, like explorer outfit. <laughs> All yeah. of these work great. All I'm sorry, great. but Holly, the way you phrase that, I'm just thinking of an armored volcano. But also, most volcanoes <laughs> are armored when you think about it. When you think about it, <laughs> like armored volcanoes that fucking one voiced by Matt Barry in those old commercials that got made into YouTube poops. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
uh, she shows him uh, good boy Bindle Featherstone of Quirm. I love good boy as a name. <laughs> good boy is so precious. <laughs> God. That way he always knows. He knows he's a good boy. Um, <laughs> despite being a horrible mistake of, of intentional breeding. Um, he has like even tinier wings than like the, like the other dragons can get airborne. He can, could never get airborne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right. Massive nostrils that are described as like a jet intake and would give him the drag of twin parachutes. Oh, no. <laughs> His head is the wrong shape like an anteater. Terrible, oh. terrible. Ugly, ugly dragon. Ugly boy. I, I'm like, I like, as soon as this dragon was introduced, I remembered like what Vimes, do, like what happens with him. And like all these descriptions are so good. And God, Terry's good at like setting things down. Because he's designed as like having a anteater-like head that's weird and streamlined. Jet intake-like no, like no nostrils. Um, tiny, stubby wings. Uh, and also it's mentioned that dragons can rearrange their insides. Motherfucker's gonna become an actual jet engine at the end of this book. <gasps> Wonderful. Oh, I, I love, love that. Good uh, for him. I, I see we're, we're, we're just being told all this dragon's flaws, and I've imprinted on him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark, I'm imagining you, like, just... <laughs> latching onto this fake dragon like you would King from the Owl House. This yes. Is... <laughs> I love that Vime, Vimes also uh, imprints on him. Um... <laughs> yeah, Vimes like looks at this dude like, oh, this fucker knows what's up. He knows he knows. Oh, this guy, this dragon's yeah, a loser just JPEG. like me. He's like, oh, that's me. Which, uh-huh. um, you know, it's, that's, that's great. Because it's like, yeah, the the rich made you on purpose. Like, <laughs> yeah. The rich made you stubby and small and malnourished. <laughs> malnourished. You know. yeah, yeah, which is, you know, exactly what, like, when Veterinari's standing around in his office, he's just like, yeah, I made the watch stupid and dumb on purpose. Like, you know, so it's, there's, yeah. whether intentional or not, um, there is a parallel there between, you know, what Sybil does with, with the dragons and what Veterinari does with the people of the city. What's, what <laughs> like, society did to vibes. Yeah, yeah, what, what. Yeah what the world has done to Vimes. Uh, Vimes is a product of, of, you know, the machinations of the rich. Yeah, I, I, that's great, you know. <laughs> yes, there, so there's like a bit in this segment where she, like, she says, like, uh, one tries to breed for a good flame, depth of scale, col- correct color, and so on. One just has to put up with the occasional total whittle. And Vimes is just like, ah, just like me. And the rest of the watch are all whittles. Same. <laughs> he mm-hmm, just looks mm-hmm. at him and goes, same. <laughs> I also do like how he's like this animal. This is like the smartest animal I've ever seen, and the, like this is giving me a look not unlike Corporal Knobs. I think this is the smartest animal I've ever seen, maybe including Corporal Knobs. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. all just all the dunks on Corporal Knobs. Um, great, I love it. Yeah, it it only gets better. It does. It really does. Anyway, he he shows her the fucking plaster cast of the um thing, and she's like. Funny joke, my dude. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Yeah, she's like, oh, this? from a museum, cool. She's like, oh, it's like a waiting bird. <laughs> He's like, yeah. no. <laughs> and then oh, she's oh, like, oh, so oh, you oh, got oh, this from like... One more thing, sorry, before we before we move on. Um, There's a line where she talks about, you know, uh, she got the sire from, uh, you know, Brenda, Brenda Rodley. She's like, do you know Brenda? <laughs> yes. I love that. Lovely girl. You know, in high society, we all know each other. We all know so each other. Oh, her. you don't know? It's like fucking. Oh no, my god, you've never met Brenda? I just have to introduce you. Vimes is like, no. 
Listen, let's get married so I can introduce you to Brenda. <laughs> it's like the uh, where I work at. I I work like two hours away from where I live, and everyone mm-hmm. talks like, "Oh, so you know the place around here?" And I'm always like, "Yep, right." Like you're yep. a local. It's like I'm, these are people I've told, "Hey, I don't live around here." Like I've genuinely <sighs> never been around this neighborhood for longer than say the time it takes me to walk to the bus stop. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> When I worked in the city, that's how it was. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, you know, such and such. And I'm like, guys, I live an hour away. I'm like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I grew up in Massachusetts. I legitimately do not know all of this. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I'm like, guys, I don't. I come to Boston to work and then I go home. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when Vibes, is, when Vibes gives her the story of like, yeah, no, like I was attacked by a dragon. Like, this is real. She's like, holy shit. Holy shit. I need an egg. <laughs> Get me an egg. I <laughs> Little like man, she... I am whispering directly into your ear. You will go to the dragon's keep and get me an egg. With everything that happened previously, I'm surprised there wasn't, like, grabbing him by the shoulders. It's like, I need to breed. <laughs> mm, interesting. That's, I think that, that might be a little too far. For Terry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Terry's like, pause. Pa- like, beat, beat this dragon. <laughs> Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's there's something there that's that's interesting too. We can talk about when we get there. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, uh, Kara and the librarian uh, go down to the library. Uh, uh, also, all of the all of the small dragons like stop like making their weird chittering sounds and are just staring at the roof. Yes, there's something outside. Um, you know, when all the dogs are suddenly very quiet. But then it's librarian time. C- Carrot Carrot is still convinced that something worse than the murder has happened, and he's very upset when it's just some fucking book that got stolen. I love oh, I love the, the librarian rules. just insisting, like, yes, this is the worst kind of the murder. Yeah. And then they play charades. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so fucking I, funny. I love the callback later when Vimes like <laughs> they explain what book was stolen, the summoning of dragons, and Vimes is like, Do you have any idea what was in it? How? Two? Mm. Yes, yes, okay, okay, I get it. More detail, like, please. (laughs) Yeah. Just the... What I love so much about it, um, is that it becomes just dialogue, but Terry nails the cadence of someone playing charades. Oh, he does it so well. Oh my god, it's so good. Fingers, hand, adding up, sums, cut off, small word, sum, sum, second syllable, small, very small syllable, uh, in, un, on, on, some on, some on, summon, summoner, summoning, 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 the summoning of something. <laughs> this is fun, isn't it? Oh, and That's then so I, good. It cuts off you... with, like, him trying to do dragon, and, yeah. and Carrot's, like, not getting it. Big thing, huge big thing, flapping, great big flapping, leaping thing, teeth huffing, blowing, great big huge blowing, flapping, leaping thing. Sweat broke out on Carrot's forehead as he tried to obediently to understand. Sucking fingers, sucking fingers thing, burnt hot, great big hot, glowing big flapping thing. What I learned in boating school is... Fucking himbo ass! This is a real, like, do you want me to show it to Korponov? Because Korponov's gonna get it. Like... (laughs) It's a door, use it! That's a door? I saw someone it's uh, with dignity. I saw someone wearing Kirk's dignity on a t-shirt the other week, and I fucking want that t-shirt so bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Ook ook, Luan. <laughs> 
We didn't all go to library school. <laughs> we don't all go to the unseen university. Um, People oh don't like God. to think of I lo- Also, I love the librarian's just contempt of the species he used to yes, be. Yes, librarian's <laughs> just, like, scowling the entire time. He's like, fuck God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so then we, we go hey, back. The, the dragon's here. The, and there's a dragon here, yeah. And, like, Vimes is immediately like, oh, it should not look like this in the air. This is wrong. Yes, the <laughs> physics of this dragon do not make sense. Yes. Well, the the thing that I love... Um... I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. He's <laughs> supposed to believe this is some kind of magic lizard. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that the dragon, like, sets a couple things in the city on fire and is just, like, looping around and flying. And, and Vimes is like... The two of them have two very different reactions to this, where Vimes is like, what the fuck? He's like, that it's, fucking it's burn- overgrown alligator is burning my city. It's, it's burning the fucking city down. And, like, Sybil gets to be like, she's fascinated on, like, a theoretical level. Yeah, um, like, behavioral stuff. Like, she's, like, it, oh, she's, she's wow cool dragon, where Vimes is like, it's fucking <laughs> destroying shit. And it's, it, again, this is, you know, you have a very different relationship to, um... Mm-hmm. Like Perhaps. oh, it'll ne- it'll never affect me because I'm yeah, like it's, it, it it won't affect me. I'm I'm the rich person over here, and Vimes is like I fucking live over there. Like <laughs> yeah, that's my street. <laughs> on a non-serious note, it did remind me of the of the Oglaf comic when the king is meeting with his architect who just wants to build labyrinths, and then they finally get the news. That oh my the god, king's like the son queen's giving birth to a dragon. Right. <laughs> it's just like the king looking on horrified while the guy who only wants to build labyrinths just goes, <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, I love That's that That's my guy. favorite Ogloff comic, I think. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides the Fountain of Girl, but anyway. Uh, uh, mm, mm, why is that? Mm. Um... Yeah, God, I'm just thinking of like literally. Uh, this is more like the Dark Brotherhood, but like people never thought Dragon would burn my house, and people who <laughs> voted for the Dragon Burning Houses party. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, so th- like this, this was all great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. And it's then great. like Vimes goes and checks. Like he has his little notebook to make sense of this horrible world, and it's like burnt down one vegetable stall. And one house of businessman. <laughs> it's well, it's it's uh, specifically his his carriage house, Lottie Da, Mister Frenchman. Right. Um, <laughs> what, what do you call it? I call it a horse hole. Um, <laughs> no, no, we cannot call it a horse hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you call it? A horse plinko. That's dating this episode significantly, but whatever. I feel like Horse Plinko is already over by this point. Mark's not on Twitter. They don't even know what Horse Plinko is. What the I mean, fuck Tumblr, is a horse they don't Plinko? even know what Horse Plinko no, is. No, I, I have no idea. I've what? rejected Tumblr completely. <laughs> it, it was the thing that was popular before uh, Blorbo from my shows. Um, no, it was like, I thought it was after Blorbo from my shows. Or concurrent with Blorbo from my shows. Oh, I, I thought it came before uh, Blorbo from my shows. <laughs> Which this is, also is still not making phrase. sense to yeah, me. Yeah, like, you're both just having a stroke to me right now. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> what, what about what about a new Smash Fighter Scrimbo Blimblo? <laughs> I'm, I'm this... vaguely familiar with Scrimbo Blimblo. That one did make it to Mark, Twitter. Am I the only one smelling toast? <laughs> <laughs> Boppy Flu, we've been over this. We've, we've talked about this. I, I feel um, like you've started talking Simlish. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a glitch in the yeah, matrix. Yeah, like, dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, um, it's the last thing I need right now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, there is like a bucket brigade just like taking fucking netfuls of the sewer water. Yeah, it's just like lumps of the river. Yeah. I love the footnote that the patrician had to get rid of the guild of firefighters because they started just going around acting like they don't need cr- protection racket. <laughs> just kind of like, hmm. immediately, immediate fucking protection racket. Just, yeah, mm, nice I mean that's the founding of that's the founding of uh, fire departments. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, that's what they did in Rome. Like, they would just go around starting fires. I feel like in the past that at least took a while. This is immediate. Uh, yeah, this was <laughs> just immediately going to your house being like, hmm, awfully flammable place. If there's yeah. one word you could use to describe Aunt Moore, Pork, and its citizens, it's enterprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we get a lot of stuff in this, it's uh, also this passage. <laughs> enterprising this bastards. That, uh... <laughs> You, like the one thing you could say about the the citizens is that they were salespeople. Like, <laughs> God, I love. I forgot that this book was also our in, our proper introduction to cut me own throat Dibbler, and I'm so yeah. happy. Oh, Which yes. hold on, it it dawned on me when I was reading that you've said the full name of that character on this show before, but my brain never processed that his name is Cut Me Own Throat Dibbler. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is it's the very name. Good. It's it. extremely good. Which that, rocks. That's cutting me in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> and Vibes does just call him throat. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm... That's, that's a very different kind of, like, nickname. Like, that's a different vibe. Please, my father was Mr. Throat. <laughs> mm. my, my father was Mr. Deep Throat. <laughs> I, see, that's he, that's something I'm curious if he, if he touches on, if this this becomes a gateway to make some kind of Deep Throat reference later. Which is like that would be an American kind of cultural yeah. thing. So like I don't know if he would touch on that, but like you know. Okay. Also, I I, I knew that this was. I was like, isn't this name like a joke? And like he has like a really posh yeah. one that somehow still works. And he does. It's Claude Maximilian Overton Transpire Dibbler. Mm. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good for him. I love that for him. I'm imagining it's still Dibbler, but he's just talking in the Homer Incognito um, guy incognito <laughs> voice, like. I'm Maximilian <laughs> Dibbler. No. <laughs> but that's not until later. That's like when the, everyone's outside the Partitions Palace. I, this is where Vimes Vimes is like running around like watching the, like trying to find out where the dragon's like uh den Mary. is and he of all he does does say of all the cities in all the world it could have flown into he thought it it's flown into mine. <laughs> I love that. Fucking noir ass. Yeah, <laughs> he gets a couple good ones. Yeah, he gets some good ones. But yeah, he's like like writing things out. It's like weird. Don't know why anyone would take out the vegetable stall. I bought some apples there. Doesn't seem like something a dragon would hate. Really consider this of this dragon to like scare everyone, but not destroy the city. Mm, but only destroy a couple of things. He's like uh, yeah, weird. So it, it says mm. uh, a small vegetable shop with pinpoint accuracy. Mm. There, there's so many like match factories and oil refineries in the city. <laughs> when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? There, there's so many gently composting piles of oily rags that their center is just about at the flashpoint. Mm. Yeah, but like I, I do like he comes, he comes home, quote unquote, to the watch house. Hold on, um, I want to, I want to read uh, something that is. I don't know why I got fixated on this, and I love it so much. Um, uh, not the bare little room over the candlemaker's shop in Wixton Alley where he slept, but this nasty brown room that smelled of unswept chimneys. Um, Vimes is so pathetic. <laughs> oh yeah, he's so fucking pathetic. Ah, uh, uh, hovel, it. sweet hovel. 
He's just like, oh yeah, that that gross brown room. Great. Love That's it. where I belong. Our male living spaces. <laughs> Terry it really is. Every room he's in is our slash male living space. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> except except for the end of this passage where he's in our single female living spaces. R <laughs> slash spinster living spaces, yeah. Yeah. R slash horsego living spaces. Oh, God. that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But like, just the description of like this was home to him. This the 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 smells like it was just it was almost like home. And we were all like, oh no, this is not going to end well for the Watch House. Yeah. Rip, Rip mm-hmm. to the Watch Boy, House. Boy, I'm sure glad nothing bad will have ever happen to the Watch House. Nothing <laughs> bad ever happens to the Night Watch. <laughs> if everything bad happens to the Night Watch, yeah. <laughs> nothing good ever happens to the Night Watch. Um. That poor watch house is just two days away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it retired long ago. <laughs> Truly. Uh, so yeah, um, he's he's hanging out. Dis- he's like the okay. dragon's gone. He's, it just disappears. I, I love how quickly he just like shuts us down. He's like, okay, well it's gone now, so I'm I'm just gonna you know take a nap. Gonna get drunk. <laughs> he's like, well, nothing I can do about that now. <laughs> Let, let's. How do I get? How do I get started with this investigation? I know. Passes out drunk at his desk for like five hours. I, I oh. love this description of like, okay, logically, I have to open these at some point, but I can never remember when that happens. I, yeah. There's something so sad about that. Um, yeah. It's very sad. <laughs> it's the most sad thing I've ever read. I'm, I mean, the 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 sad little brown room is is the most sad uh, thing I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Just the saddest damn thing I ever heard. Um. It is Jim Can Bearhugger's Old Selected Dragon's Blood Whiskey. Cheap and powerful. Um, you could clean spoons. <laughs> you could I love you could clean spoons. <laughs> you don't have you didn't have to drink much to off of it to be drunk, which was just as well. He does drink like half a bottle. Oh yikes. Jesus Christ, my dude. Jesus Christ, my dude. Again. He's fine. Like... He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's, he's fine. fine. This is coping mechanism. <laughs> Vimes doesn't have fun. He gets drunk. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Vimes. Vimes drinking that that copium. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Vimes was black pilled long ago. No hopium, only copium, only copium. <laughs> anyway, he's his drunken sleep is interrupted by um the librarian and Carrot turning up, and Carrot's just like, we. I found out, like, someone someone summoned it by magic, and he's just like, yeah, yeah. I think I'd worked out that bit, actually, in my own head, a little bit. <laughs> Carrot's, Carrot's reaction is like, oh, that dragon is so cool, I can't wait to arrest that dragon. <laughs> God. He does try to arrest the dragon, is the thing. Of course oh, he does. yes. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Um, I love, uh, Nobby gives, like, a a little monologue about it having a secret lair where it sleeps on gold. Um, right, he's like the lore master for dragons. Also, Vimes is like, oh, I'm gonna have to go to the fucking wizards. A couple Christ. of people wind up being, like, lore masters on this. Um, yeah. But, like, I so I lo- a couple of people are like, yeah, you know, culturally, like, this is, you know, the, the cultural knowledge of what a dragon would be doing. And Vimes is like, it has no reason to do this. He's like, there's no why reason for it to Why would it sleep on gold? It sounds he's, uncomfortable. He's like, why would it do anything that we think it's going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Sybil's coming out of it, like, Sybil Ramkin's coming out from, like, the practical side of, like, a breeder. And Nobby is, like, just like, oh, you, like, the, the legends the of from? dragons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my fan wiki page on it, like. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, the trivia section. Yes. And the impossible to close ad window that keeps popping up whenever you scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the secret curtains of the night when once more it will sally forth. <laughs> what are you wow, looking at, Alfie? That was beautiful. I was just reading the back of this candy wrapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I love that, like, Vimes looking at him and he's just like, okay, all right. Um, and, like, there's this thing we keep coming back to about Nobby being like the lowest common denominator, and you know, if you wanted to know, what... he's a weather vane for everyone in the city. Yes, it's, the... it's, yes, you, you can use him as a lab rat essentially. <laughs> um, it's almost like, like it, um, Nobby is the perfect average human, but because that doesn't exist, that looks wrong. Like. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, it's the it's the fucking human being from Community. Oh Ooh. god, no, that's not Yikes. average at all. <laughs> nah, that's bad. <laughs> Gross. It's like if instead of removing all identifying racial traits, you just combined all of them. Yes, you just kept like putting a them on there. He's like he's like one of those um yeah mosaic images made out of many other images. Both knobby, you can never get far away enough to make get the full picture. You can just never <laughs> oh, get far god. away enough. Um, I feel like. In in a different story, Nobby would also be in the Elucidated Brethren. Um, but that's not the kind of story Terry's interested in telling, I don't think. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. But in in somebody else's version of this story, that's a thing. Um, so here's here's the thing. Um, like, we get, like, this is a thing that is more something we learn in later books. Nobby is surprisingly, like, content with his lot in life. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think he would, like, join the Brotherhood. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, in, in a different version of the story, that's... Yeah. I could see that, but, you know. In, in Terry does establish of... that Sorry, he, he's I... exactly where he should be. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, in a different version of this story, the police would be deeply involved with this extremist group. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Someone would already think. be undercover with the extremist group by accident. Mm. <laughs> by accident. By accident yeah. on purpose. As a, as a matter of coincidence, uh, someone would already be there. But, again, not the story Terry's looking to tell, which is fine. They don't all have to be like that. Um, anyway, speaking of the Elucidated Brethren, uh, they're just like, okay, well... Um, we definitely went outside and fired a gun in the air a bunch. I sure hope nobody comes here wondering why we fired a gun. <laughs> I love this description of like um they they were they had a a, a fear crackled from brother to brother is the fear of someone who having cheerfully experimented with pouring the powder and wadding the ball had found that pulling the trigger had led to a god awful bang and pretty soon someone was bound to come and see who's making all the noise. They're like so well, good. Well, we fucked around. Sure. Yes. Oh God, we're gonna find out. out. Oh no, God. <laughs> and and the the grandmaster's like, now nah, we're good. We're fine. Yeah, it's fine. the grandmaster's like, now nah, I've got them because now they've already done something terrible. So like, there's no way out. Mm. The grandmaster's mm-hmm. just telling them like, don't worry, there can never be consequences for your actions. <laughs> there will never be consequences <clears throat> for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're all going to jail. And literally, I, he's gonna send listen, all you're... these men to jail. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love that Brother Plaster is like, yes, let that be a lesson to all oppressive vegetable sellers. <laughs> He's the only one who isn't like, oh, God, oh, geez. He's like, yes, yeah. <laughs> take that. Vegetable stall lady. It's fine. We now we gotta find the king. 
Yes. So he's like, all right, we're going to find a king. Um, and the Grandmaster's like, no, still, fuck that. we just got a little bit of just like a little bit of lingering like, okay, but where are we going to find the true king? And the fucking the, the leader is just like, for the last fucking time, for the last fucking time, we just need someone, literally anyone. We need my someone cousin. With the yeah. Which, if if I remember correctly, like, that's not how he led them into this. He said the true king would appear. So, like, right. this this is, you know, the, the gaslighting. Um, right, because yeah. originally his thing was, well, obviously we have to make the dragon so that the king will show up. He's like, no, you idiot. He's not going to show up. We make him. Like, you know. You- there is a whole bit where it's just like you feed him a lie. Once they accept that lie, get rid of that lie. Give him a new lie. It's mm, fine. Fascinating. <laughs> Interesting. It. The, and and little by little they they will accept the unacceptable you know they mm. they will do all awful horrible things uh because they think at the end of the lies they find the truth you know it's I, great love it yeah but yeah so the supreme grandmaster has a sword and shield made these fucking rpg fantasy ass <laughs> yes. um, weapons these are these and are his... like uh like anime Weapon recreations. That oh he's God, has. yeah. This is Gowry's sword of light from Slayers. This, yeah. this is the shit you buy on Wish. Yeah, <laughs> you find this in a mall and you try to cut something with it and it just breaks in half. Yep, yep. Ugly. I, ugly I do sword. like the description of like the sword as something that a sword maker, someone who turned a club sandwich of folded steel into a cutting blade. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, he's like, listen, I, you know, I got this, this cool sword and, and I got a guy who, you know, knows how to brandish one, not use one, notably. Um, I think he says flourish, yeah. Fl- he does say flourish, yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember the word flourish. So, someone who can, like, pull it out from the scabbard, do a flip with it, and let it catch the light as he holds it aloft. Yes. So, someone who uh, cool doesn't guy. know how to use a sword, but has studied the blade, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Oh, if 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 you ask him to actually use the sword, it will turn into a Mister Bean routine. <laughs> yeah, someone who's it's... more of a mole samurai, someone, <laughs> someone with no actual knowledge who I can manipulate. Um... Yeah, someone very stupid who happens to be my distant cousin. Someone who believes in the six foot rule. <laughs> there is no real king anymore. Done. Uh, by the way, where's where's brother Dunnykin? <laughs> Oh, he got eaten he got by a hit crocodile. By, he got bit by a crocodile. <laughs> Can we put you down for $3? God. I love, his, so, I love so that he, the Supreme Grandmaster doesn't hesitate. He's like, just put me down for $3. It's like, what? I already have. <laughs> and also, like, he was the one who, like, stole, like, the like the idol of Offler the Crocodile God, wasn't he? Uh, he's the one who gave up the rocks that protect you from a crocodile, I think, if I ro- recall oh, correctly. And also, right. I think yes. there was right, a... Right, right, right. Yes. Yes. Or the amulet that protects you from crocodiles. He or gave up something like... that would protect him from crocodiles. Yes. <laughs> Lisa, I'd like to buy your rock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to buy your tiger rock. You know, in the Supreme Grandmaster's uh, great, awesome uh, uh, inner monologue, he's like, okay, you know, I'll I'll be the cool advisor to the king. Um, as Terry has established before, uh, all all viziers are <laughs> bastards. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I want to be the most uh, uh, evil man in the world. Uh, and then the scene ends with, "I can give it up." He thought, "I can give up any time I like." Mm-hmm. Uh, he lied. Mm. It's, yeah, <laughs> he said lying, lyingly. You know, it's like, like it's been described. Like we've gotten description of what it feels like to summon the dragon. It's a fucking rush. Mm, mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I'm gonna ride this forever. Yeah, It, it sounds a Power's little bit a trip, like you know? what 
the witches yeah. do with animals. Yeah. 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 Oh, of like when you like, just kind of uh, ride along in the brain of one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't, I don't want to go back to being a human. Being a dragon's fun. <laughs> I want to be a dragon. <laughs> I will simply stay a dragon, and nothing, not, nothing will have consequences. So yeah, now, now we go outside the Patricia's palace where uh, there's, there's a big old mob. Right, I've, everyone's up in arms because they're like, "Please save us from this terrible Every, dragon!" Everyone going, "Ooh are, ooh are!" Mm-hmm. Shaking my pitchfork, uh, selling hot dogs. That—that's like the like. No, I, I was like thinking literally of like the first sentence of the next, like the first paragraphs of the next reading. There's like a mob at Rampkin's house doing, and Terry does describe it as just like doing the up and down motions of torches. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so yeah, uh, Vimes meets, not meets, he knows him already, but we meet, uh, Cut Me On Throat Dibbler, who is... Purveyor of absolutely anything that could be sold hurriedly from an open suitcase in a busy street, and was guaranteed to have fallen off the back of an ox cart. I love it. Great. <laughs> it's so good. Anti-dragon cream. Cut Me On Cut Me on Throat Dibbler is really selling people, like, uh, repainted PSPs as Nintendo Switches. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dibbler shows up in a bunch of books to like take advantage of whatever supernatural situation is going on. His baseline level when things are going poorly for him is selling inedible like meat pies. Fuck right. <laughs> Good. And then like like the fucking stuff in Soul Music will happen, and he sells like the copies of the the rock and roll that like the band makes. Amazing. Uh, the whole thing is uh, the anti-dragon cream. If you're incinerated, you get your money back mm-hmm. upon, upon personal request. application. Upon <laughs> request is the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love it's like uh, made made by some monks what live in some mountains. Some ancient and monks. Vimes... And Vimes is like, wow, good, amazing. They got that, they, got, they got they, that they, together quick. They 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 cooked that up quick. Huh? Yeah, Vimes like <laughs> Vimes knows this is bullshit, but he like doesn't bust him for anything he's just like yeah he doesn't he doesn't break the kayfabe <laughs> yeah yeah he's just like oh wow great and like it's just it, you know it's just a fucking entire spice garden like suspended in mayo or something yeah, yes yeah, it yeah. says 50 50 different rare spices and herbs <laughs> <laughs> we can make the best chicken you, in the god yeah you will just become a kfc chicken if you get roasted by the dragon Dibbler's secret sauce. It's fucking dragon. He like he like lists all the stuff that he has, and like one of them is a dragon detector. And like we find out like it's it's a fucking piece of wood on a long metal pole. And when the pole when the wood is burned, there's a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's like the weather rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We find out the patrician is giving fifty thousand dollars to anyone who who brings the dragon's head. Yeah. And, like, all of the professional dragon, like, monster hunters are like, that's not nearly... The going rate is half the kingdom and his daughter's hand in marriage. Oh, I love that that's actually the official going rate. Because, yeah, later we get, like, Vetinari going, like, oh, fucking rates, Jesus, I can't (laughs) afford that. Yeah, once it's like, listen, they all know what a job like this is worth. He's like, right. skilled labor is really demanding. Like they, they, they know the value of their labor. Um, I do love when when Vimes comes up on like a group of them reading a a poster. There's like one guy reading, like he he He's can't read because, 
He's sounding it out. He says Palaki for, for palace. Instead of palace. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. I, it's, it's so funny. It's very good. But he can read, so he's the intellectual of the group. He's the intellectual, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's a, at one point, um, I think Vimes is like, well, he does have a dog he likes. Is that is that anything? And they're like, yeah. And then later, no. that guy's like, "What kind of dog?" Like, yeah. I I also love the fucking Beowulf reference in this when they're talking about like monster hunting ain't that easy these days. Monsters also they're getting uppity. You know, had this guy, this bloke I knew, fucking went down to a swamp, killed a monster, usual case, and then suddenly its mother complains at the hall. His mom shows up to complain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so good. I I also love uh, the Gorgon who was cross-eyed and kept turning her nose to stone. Um, Extremely good. This is all very funny. The best thing as well before this with Dibbler, he shows like very surreptitiously Vimes uh, his like shopping like his going rates for his products and like it's shit like oh dragon armor piercing arrows for, like a hundred bucks each and then you hear mm. these adventures reminder talk- uh <laughs> reminder vimes gets paid 30 bucks a month yeah <laughs> and, then, and like dragon uh anti-dragon mirror shields like 500 dollars. and then these adventures going man monster hunting isn't that cheap these days like nets will run you like 10 grand i'm just thinking like are you all being fucking suckered <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. Well, you got you gotta assume that the um the the monster hunters spend a lot in nets. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I do love Vimes is like, oh wow, fifty thousand dollars, so much money. He's like, holy shit, amazing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Imagine what I could do with that. Right? How would how much better my life would be? <laughs> wow. So, so like, and then all of these fucking monster hunters are just like, oh, that's fucking that's a pittance. Yeah, Let's go get a drink. It, yeah. <laughs> I've had to catch myself sometimes reading, like, getting into financial stuff, uh, being a, an adult, it's bad. Um, and no, sometimes yeah. I just read, like, financial reports and use them just like, man, that, that amount of money isn't that big. And I stop and go, wait, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? No, that's a lot of <laughs> yeah. money. Shut the fuck that's a up. a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. The money. Listen, I just did my tax returns and, like, it's going to be, like, if, if I... It, from from what I did, it's gonna be like one thousand six hundred dollars total. That's more. That would more than double. Like, but that would one hundred and fifty percent more money in my account if I were to get that right now. That sounds. Oh no, great. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, me, me and Zach having full time jobs. We've just been sitting and going like, oh, what do mm-hmm. we do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this this is weird. Actually, truly, it's wild. I anyway, I hate money. Um. I hate money. Fuck money. All my homies hate money. Like like seven hundred dollars of that is gonna f- turn into I get myself laser finally. Good for you. I love that for you. And then oh, the yeah. rest yeah. maybe I'll try and save for top surgery. Who knows? You mean with the breast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Mark, I don't. Fuck, I don't know if up. that's how. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> if, if that is how, yeah, I'll, I'll okay. save the breast of it. Uh, if yeah, that yeah, is yeah, how yeah. it works, then I want my money back. <laughs> God, I've been sold a bill of goods. <laughs> uh, we we go into the the patrician's office where all the the guild heads are like, uh, "Why won't kid? Why are kids these days too good to, to hunt monster monsters killing. for fifty thousand yes. dollars?" Well, no, like why are kids being, why aren't kids being taught the necessary skills? That yeah. they need in society. 
Why won't uh, kids these days learn how to code? Uh, I was gonna say we need uh, more kids. In... <laughs> I was trying to like come up with a funny like STEM acronym, but for dragon killing. <laughs> well, you, you're steam? you're steam. <laughs> um, you're you're too good to to go hunt monsters for fifty thousand dollars. I love the Guild of Merchants guy going like, uh, if the city's destroyed, that's gonna impact trade. I think <laughs> this, yeah. this could be bad for business. This is he literally that fucking picture of like the Earth getting hit by a meteor, and it's like this will affect the trout population. I think. What about the economy, though? What about the economy? <laughs> I would uh... simply vote <laughs> if a dragon was racing my city to the ground. I would simply vote. I would simply vote mm-hmm. for the dragon to not do that. Um... Also, the the uh, the Guild of Thieves representative was just talking about like you know if you only have 50 grand and i think the city's gonna go bankrupt yeah, soon. I think like I yeah think we're that's done. the patrician's like well i i can't offer more money he's like I, that's that's all all the money i can give someone all y- you the the rich people that i have in my office um you want to contribute to taxes maybe so i could uh offer more money absolutely not no get the fuck out of here the patrician passes the buck to the arch chancellor because he's like, "Oh, this is a magical thing; it's not my problem." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love the arch chancellor, just like because he's the arch chancellor and has survived so many assassination attempts, he just like jolts up from sleep and immediately is just like, "You know, I have foxes mock over your dustbins. It's like that." They're... We're just intrud. Our city's just intruding into his territory. Obviously, what, what, what if the dragon likes living in the city? <laughs> Have you ever heard he of managed to get chickens? all the way through it without actually needing to engage his brain? Is I think my favorite. <laughs> it's- it rocks. Has, has anyone here seen Shin Godzilla? No, I've not. Not a- for a while, but yes. There's the very hilarious part near the start when, like, you only see Godzilla's tail that, like you know, um, comes out of the ocean at the start and everyone's freaking out about it in the news and, like, it takes, like, hours for them to finally get, like, biological experts in and when the Prime mm-hmm. Minister's told, he rushes over to the meeting room and three, like, really bored-looking guys who are just like, I mean, I'm gonna need to see a sample if I can, like, actually tell you more about it. Well, yes, I'll need, like, exclusive rights to actually be able to study this thing. Well, I mean, it could be a number of anything, really. And it just smash cuts to the Prime Minister storming back into the cabinet meeting going, like, what a fucking useless meeting. Like, nothing (laughs) I love the Arch-Chancellor just being like, you know what? What if what if the dragons like being in the city? Yeah. Uh, it's they're, just they're adapting. It's evolution. It's life. <laughs> anyway, um, foxes keep knocking over my dustbins, uh, and it's <laughs> nature has its way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is a civic matter. This is your problem now. It's like, are you saying that we've got a fucking civic dragon? And he's like, that's evolution for you. Should do well too. Plenty of nesting sites, more than adequate food supply. Yeah. yeah it's and like- everyone is immediately like, hey, what a dragon seat. Oh god, they eat people, don't they? Oh, oh my oh, god! No. Oh no! <laughs> god, this is this is like a uh, an urban like pest problem. This is like a raccoon that's gotten in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a massive raccoon that starts fires. What if raccoons were three tons? They could fly and they breathed fire. I mean, the world would be better. But also, this is the biggest bin chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, true. God, very true. Um, so they they all leave, and the patrician's like, "What the fuck?" He's like. <laughs> Yeah, he, I can't give them half the off. kingdom in my daughter's anime. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't do that. Like I literally I don't have do a kingdom. That. I have a city, and I don't have a daughter. I have an aunt. I, I, I like that both Vimes has that weird level of city pride early with the adventures, and it's like 
after um he offers right. the dog he's like what i guess i'm guessing an aunt in like pseudopolis doesn't count and later the magician goes so they wouldn't take an aunt would they yeah <laughs> it's very good it says uh specifically it says um he said hopefully <laughs> the, the best thing is really that they cast Charles Dance as the patrician in the BBC adaptation, so it's just great imagining him saying all of this. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. God. That sounds so good. And so he's like, okay, well, maybe maybe we can buy it off. Um, right. They like Dragons like gold, so we can just give them the, the $50,000. He's like, ooh, I, I can negotiate. I would simply negotiate with the yeah. dragon. Um, <laughs> I have put, <laughs> put it on with the charisma. virus. I could do this. Yeah. We just have to talk to the virus so that we only have to quarantine for five days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Christ um, Jesus. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to, like, bring it bring it no. to, to now, but, you know, I, I... What do you mean I can't shoot the virus? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm just remembering that one fucking bit from Independence Day where there's the new news broadcast. It just has a visual of someone holding a revolver to UFO and the big no sign over it. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Yep. Um, he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just negotiate with the dragon. Uh, and Vimes, I love how Vimes comes in, kind of like, also gives a status report, also just kind of gets yelled at, but he's just like, okay, we're continuing our investigation. Yeah, yes, here. Yes, sir. Vimes is supposed, <laughs> still supposed to be complete, acting completely clueless, but also the patrician's like, no, but you need to fix this. You you need to find out where it is. Um, and he's like, we are considering a number of possibilities. I fucking, he, listen, this is a constant thread. I love Vimes' talking to veterinary <laughs> mode. Vimes in this scene is giving, like, every, like, police talking point from every like uh press <laughs> press release that the police yeah, he's give. doing press conference voice like. yeah <laughs> yes we're making progress we're considering different avenues investigations are Inquiries in hand are being pursued <laughs> it's very good there is an ongoing investigation um important thing here um calling back like tying back to terry pratchett being good at like foreshadowing events um um, Vime says, if there is a lair, and then it, the line, like, line immediately after is, once looked up sharply. Um, and what happens, basically, in the last, last scenes of, uh, this book is, um, someone knows where Vimes works, and does decide to incinerate his, uh, watch house. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, this, at, at the end of this, Vimes is like, okay, well, uh, because it's, like, not real like it's not a real dragon it's it's got no reason to do what any of us expect or think that it should um, right it's a it's already done impossible things so we can't really predict that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he does the the sherlock holmes once you've ruled out the impossible whatever is left however improbable must be the truth uh yeah yeah now the hard part was working out what was impossible mm. <laughs> I, there was also the curious incident of the orangutan in the nighttime. <laughs> Another good noir noir bit. Yeah, the orangutan in the nighttime. Uh, yeah, so he he goes on down to the library, uh, and he's just like, okay, so you know these these are magic books, so they're they're like smart or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if if uh, if somebody came in here at night who they didn't know, they'd probably freak out, right? So. Ooh. 
It's got to be someone who works around here. It's got to be like somebody who the books know so they don't uh, freak out. Um, and yeah, the, the librarian like takes him back into the stacks where no one can see and is like, yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. As you would say. The librarian pats him on the head and gives him a banana for being a good detective boy. I, I love the line that's just like, he was definitely detecting things. Yeah. <laughs> just what was he detecting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I don't think, he doesn't, th- Vibes doesn't think it's one of the wizards. Um, he it's just, not their style. Like, it's not their style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's someone who has regular contact with the wizards. Mm-hmm. Whoever could this be? Or who's like, Who's cleared to be there? I've I've connected two points. You haven't connected shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, be nicer to Vimes. I, listen, I Vimes. I've said this said this earlier. Fucking pathetic. But you know, I I do. He's a, I appreciate him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we we treasure and respect Vimes uh, in this house. Is, on this in, podcast, in this house we love Vimes. Um, he's a mess. Mm. Uh, so that Plus that night. Nice. Yeah, we cut to that That's night and mess. everyone <laughs> We cut to that night and everyone in the city is on the roofs with Ev- with Everyone is arrows. waiting up for Santa. Everyone is on the <laughs> roofs. I love it so much. <laughs> like I think he describes it like the the skyline of the city looking like a bunch of hedgehogs. Oh god, yeah, when they they all fire off the arrows. Um Vimes won't let Colin have his bow and arrow. Um, yes, that's really like big weapons. Really becomes more of a knobby thing in later books. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. um, but I I just love how Colin's like but everyone else has them. Right. Yeah. Everybody Mom. else. The funny thing to me is specifically to it's a longbow, and like a longbow will spear a man to a fucking tree if necessary. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. that because it's yeah. specifically that's what they're t- that's why no one's allowed to use longbows anymore. And yeah. Carrot cites the law. <laughs> and Vimes is like, I'm not gonna have you shoot a civilian! <laughs> mm. Would Man, would sure would hate it if the cops just, like, shot a civilian. Wow, what if the cops shot a civilian? <laughs> <laughs> there's e- there's e- well, it's, it's a very... Listen, Vimes is being very reasonable, because, like, Ankhmer Pork, city of a million people... Um, after this night, it becomes a city of 500,000 people because half of them do shoot the other half because, because arrows come back down. Oh, God. But, but also, like, while Terry writes Vimes as saying, don't shoot civilians, Terry's also writing, now, ha- now, see, the thing is that you can, <laughs> you can shoot an innocent civilian, but it has to be the innocent civilian you're aiming at. That's what right. cops are for. Otherwise, you can't hit the instance of something you're not aiming for. That would yes. be bad. That would be very bad. That would um, be a big whoopsie for the cops. There is there is also the bit where Carrot's like, yeah, we're here to protect and serve, right, Captain? And Vimes <laughs> is like, like uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I do love that. We're just like, okay, you're, you're, you're too gung-ho on this. You're too gung-ho for the longbow, and you're too gung-ho for your fucking protect and serve He's yeah like, for justice everybody stop <laughs> everyone please act normal <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile lady rampton's like having a nice like snack while she like has her binocular her telescope and she's watching for the dragon and has a notebook to like sketch it yeah yeah she, she's gonna sit here and take notes and, and when... you know she's sitting in like her ivory tower so she's fine 
it's true. It's some ivory tower God. shit. And and you know when the dragon destroys the bridge out of town, uh, she'll just be sitting there going, just every time the bended drum gets blown up in any like display of how to. Oh dear God, no. Mended drum just in a burnt out crater. They wait all night, and the dragon doesn't show up. They, they, yeah, they, so they're out there, like, all night. I love whatever the paragraph is about how they, everyone else who has bows and arrows on their roofs, they shoot it like a bunch of bats and the moon and a cloud. <laughs> and a cloud. <laughs> I, I love the I, I think my favorite, like, it, it does, like, the last one is the moon, and that is my favorite one. It's so funny. It's so good. Yeah. I think it, at one point they say that's how they, like, track the dragon. It's just by, like, the f- arrows that are flying through, like, over the city. When it shows up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, it shows up, Vibes is, like, looking at the Tower of Art, which is the big, tall tower next to the Unseen University. From Sorcery. And he's like, this this, this thing, no, no, the one, wait. Yeah. No, the, no, it's not the one that, like, Coin built, because that one disappeared. No, it's it, the other it, one, it, but it's... It's the one yeah, that um, the librarian sorcery. hides out in with all yeah. the books. Is yeah. It, does that yeah. one get turned into crystal in Sorcery? I just... I don't think so. I remember... I feel like I remember it got, or maybe it was the reality change spell, but, like, there, there's there been a passage in the past where, like, it turned into a bunch of, like, like weird crystal and wood and whatever, and I, I just remember that, and it sounded really I cool. Think you, I think it was when the wizards were changing the world to suit them, Something yeah. like that, yeah, but I, I, just, I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, crystal tower. But anyway, <laughs> Vimes is looking at a thing that he has seen every day of his life for the past 30 years, and he's like, has it always... Looks Has it always like been that. so jagged on the top? <laughs> that that bit that looks like a dragon at the top there has it always looked like that. Because he's asking, sorry, he's asking Colin about it. He's like, "Does that tower look weird to you?" And Colin's like, "Haha, it almost looks like a dragon, right?" Haha. And then and then the dragon unfurls its wings, and he's like, "What do you suppose is causing that, Colin?" <laughs> and he's like, "I think it is a big pair of wings being caused by a big pair of wings. Yeah. <laughs> it's big." Drake, where's the door energy again? <laughs> <laughs> Colin, where's the Drake, dragon? Drake is in dragon Drake mode. Is in dra- yeah. <laughs> Colin, where's the dragon? <laughs> it's right there. Man- Mansley, where's the giant? <laughs> where's the giant, Mansley? Oh, I should rewatch the Iron Giant. I haven't seen it in a while. It's been a yeah, minute. Me too. Um, I have the DVD, and it has been... I last watched it, like, I want to say 2014. Good good fucking movie. I think... Oh, such a good film. One of the last times I saw it was, like, it got re-released in theaters for, like, the 20th or 25th anniversary or whatever the hell, and I was just like, fuck yeah, I'm going. Um, good fucking movie. Great movie. Yeah. I, I remember, like, it's a it's a, it's a a very good movie. Uh, the trailers for it on everything that I owned from Disney um, on VHS are burned into my mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's wild that there are so many trailers for it when they did not advertise the fucking movie when it was in theaters, though. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> Marketing's weird. But anyway, uh, the dragon, like, goes through, roasts some, roasts some buildings. Uh, Vibes is like, it, like, jumps off of the tower and Vibes is like, this sh- this thing should have fucking splattered. Yeah, again, again, the weird physics were like, it's, it's like dropping like a rock off the tower and then suddenly it's just going upward. Like after this, when when we get to the last scene in Sybil's house, um, she's like, "Yeah, no, its wings should have ripped off. Like that's none of this makes sense." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going around uh, 
uh, burninating the villages. <laughs> The countryside, um, <laughs> all the peasants. Bur- truly, burninating the peasants. <laughs> and then cottages. But, that's honestly earlier when when Vimes is seeing everyone like run around like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off. Um, uh-huh. it's uh, Terry's like, yeah, the the city was mostly you know thatch and tar. People didn't want to take chances. Right, they, see, people are leaving town because people they're are like, just leaving this town. Isn't good. Or I think they're just, like, they're just making sure all of their stuff was out of their houses mm-hmm. that were going to burn down, definitely. 100%. Um, but anyway, yeah, the dragon eventually just comes to the watch house and fucking obliterates yes, it. Yes, target, yep. targeted strike. Uh, they, all, they all get flung off the roof trying to, like, avoid the fire. Like, it is so hot that, like, it doesn't burn. Everything just explodes. Sybil watches this from, uh, you know, her roof and she's just like, hmm, that's not right. No, that's not how dragons work. Because, like, the dragon flicks its wings once and it, like, flies away. It's like, that's not anything. Yeah. That's bullshit. I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. blunder. That's fake. Yeah. (laughs) It's me watching Jaws when I was four. This just turned into a Captain Disillusion episode. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Sybil watching this, like, cinema sin. She's just like, ding. (laughs) <laughs> God, what are we supposed to believe? This is some kind of Sibyl, sibilance. <laughs> Sad sibilance, sibilance. <laughs> um, but vibes. Basically, like the, the the watch house explodes, and then when I woke up, I was not home. Yes, <laughs> and when I woke up, I was in a bed. I was in a large lady's bed. I, I love the description of, like, the tropes associated with waking up from unconsciousness, and Vibes does just do them. Mm. He says, he he asks, where am I? He checks to make sure his arms and legs are still there. And then he's like, okay, did I wake up in the gutter, or did I wake up... Oh, there's okay, a ceiling! A room. There's Ooh. a roof. That's nice. Oh god, hi, Nobs! <laughs> <laughs> this, this does go on for a little while where he thinks about all the other times he's been unconscious and he's just like okay nobody's saying hold his arms behind his back i'm not getting beat up right yes. now that's no one's good. no one says did you get his number <laughs> i i do like i do like you could be dead and see something like corporal knobs I yes. love that. <laughs> he's like oh god i'm in hell oh wait it's yeah. just corporal knobs oh, oh god he's like who like does not like He's mad that Sybil Ramkin lives, like, in normal rooms, mm. like a normal person. I love that. And he's like, some some, some posh bin who's mad about dragons, <laughs> you're in her bed right now. Uh, Wink. He, he, he's gloating about that. He's having, like, a good time. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, he he tells us how this happened, because obviously Vimes passed out. Uh, we had a hard cut from, from Vimes. Um, he's... Colin fell in the poop water. He 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 he. Vimes like it definitely got me. My side hurts like hell. He's like, no, that's from like when you fell in the water tank. <laughs> you fell in the water tank and then you fucking clank clonk blink. Bl- you, you got you got you went to you, you did do. We got Vimes Plinko is what yeah, Vimes got. He did a wily Plinko, coyote yeah. like fall off the side of a mountain. Like like Vibes falls onto the top of, onto the roof of the privy and then Colin falls through it mm. after him. Just yeah. the fact that Nobby goes like he, he's not hurt. Well, like he's not hurt. He's emotionally <laughs> <Yes>. hurt. <laughs> God, just that meme of the guy yelling emotional damage. <laughs> Bit of a boudoir. <laughs> 
Like he says it phonetically. There's B O O D A W. Like Wario would say. W A H. Boudoir. And I do, lo- I do love like vibes looking around this room and just seeing like, l- like like all of her her clothes practical, like all of the letters from dragon sanctuaries, yes. the, the watercolor amateur paintings of the dragons. I, I love, love the amateur paintings. paintings. It's yeah. very good. God, and like the the line of like, in short, it was the room of a woman who had never expected that a man would ever see the inside of it. Yes, uh, and then like. If you let your mind dwell on rooms like this, you could end up being oddly sad and full of a strange, diffuse compassion, which would lead you to believe that it might be a good idea to wipe out the whole human race and start again with amoebas. Yeah. Things that added up to a heart big enough for the whole world, or at least the part that had wings and breathed fire. Yep. Yeah. So, like, like I said earlier, like this, this is a very good scene because uh, this tells us a lot about her. You know. Yeah. That that we haven't gotten previously. You know. It's this feels like a real person. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. I also there's specifically also the bit where it says like something about like uh her dad had called her like my oh, little yeah, girl was until she was that. 40 or something like that. Mhm. You get an ex- like this is like her childhood bedroom like you get an extremely clear picture of what's going on here. Yeah. And like Vimes because he's he's our point of view character it's like he feels bad about this, but uh, Vimes is also pathetic. But he's just like, oh, this is like pathetic, but like <laughs> in a in a soft and compassionate way. Um, this is not to, not to be someone who uh, spent three and a half weeks in her uh, the bedroom she grew up in mm. uh, for COVID reasons. But yeah, like a lot of my time is just spent like, oh yeah, all this shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, oh hey, that's still here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know all all the things that a a person acquires like she she has like all these old things like you know no, it's like literally own. it's like it's literally we kept your room just like it was when you left it except she's still living in except it. she's been there the whole time I, the the little touch as well of the fact that um terry brings up how according to vimes it looks like this is a room where a woman has grown her entire life while also thinking like I don't need the romance stuff. No, that's that's it. That's for other people out there in the jo- world. Jolly good that I have my health. Getting on <laughs> like, with her life while while romance had happened elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Big, per- big move. It's perfect. Um, I, I, I guess like the semi medieval like setting is part of it, but also like they're like in their early thirties. It's fine. <laughs> well, well, she's she's at least forty. She's at least forty. Yeah, you know, she had been oh, yeah. called my little girl yeah. by her father until she was forty. So like, it's, the timelines are weird because I think I'm unsure on how old Vimes is supposed to I be. I mean, maybe they, maybe it gets retconned or whatever. But I feel like we t- we talked about Vimes is like thirty five, but like in yeah. ed, like headcanon wise, you know, he he feels thirty five, a very hard thirty five. Yes, <laughs> hard partying thirty five. <laughs> my name's Hans Molman. Thirty five years old. God. Ogmore <laughs> Pork ruined my life. Ogmore <laughs> Pork did ruin his yeah. life. We didn't even talk about last time um, when Nobby's talking to Carrot and they're walking around that, you know, the reason Vimes is in the watch is that he was brung low by a woman. Um, question mark? Question mark? Like, Qu- like Question mark? We, we didn't even talk about that at all. No, yeah. um, about, you know, why Vimes is in the watch. Yeah. Yeah, so th- like this is all very good, and you're like, yeah, he goes through her mail. Um, right, he starts snooping. Yeah, 
<laughs> which he, he feels bad about but does anyway um, of course and he he like I, he like settles on like yeah like all of these are like the pleas for like dragon orphanages yeah and like he finds a book written by sybil which is diseases of the dragon and he says like how are these alive well, yeah which like that's so a love the you know sarah mclaughlin ass mail that she gets yes. for for 10 cents a day Vinny mm. the dragon was used as a paint stripper <laughs> Until his fire is nearly burned out. In the arms of a dragon! Fly away! Yeah, yeah, 100%. Very Um, good. And then, yeah, this this book that she writes, uh, where, like, all all these... uh, This brings it back to the... They have all of the problems. It brings it back to the breeding thing. Um, Yes, they're, like, you know, none of them are interbred or whatever, so they all have weird health problems. You know, is a problem with dog breeding as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Pugs can't breathe; they just can't. They can't. Like we we did that. You did that. You human being. <laughs> you um, specifically. You listener. A listener you're responsible <laughs> for pugs. Um, you're the reason their eyes pop out. Oh God, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I love that and. <laughs> The drawings, if I'm just like, I'm just not going to look at that. He's like, I can't. Right, because it's, all, it's There's all like so many images you can look at like, in a life. I will say, like, the description of Swamp Dragons it does remind me a lot of reading up about weirdly both uh, pigeons, which are technically rock doves, and giant pandas. Because, good lord, they're oh, yeah. both useless in very specific ways in their yeah, environment. pandas are fucked up. Pandas are weird. So, the fact that pandas are still carnivores, they still have the teeth for carnivores, they can still digest oh, meat, but they choose to eat bamboo, which does not yes. actually give them much energy bamboo, at all. Bamboo is a terrible fucking food source. Like, but yeah, I, I, knew I, knew I was like aware of that, but I figured they're at least adapted no, for the terrible God, food no. that they eat. This is, but this is the thing, they've been at least in bamboo plentiful areas for potentially three or four million years and they've never adapted to it mm-hmm. like at at zoos they will still give them so this like... is literally evolution giving up on them <laughs> you think you like get some like a bigger appendix and like some flat teeth right no it's pandas giving up on evolution because also pandas eat a large variety of bamboo yet still yeah. they do not adapt to it <laughs> oh my god I refuse to get better. <laughs> like, their stomachs resolutely refusing to extract nutrients from their horrible giant grass. It is imagine if you rejected all other food and you only ate popcorn. That's yeah. all it is. The only reason that pandas can like live is because their their niche is like so specific that they don't have like any competition for resources. Basically, their their niche is no one wants to eat this garbage food. Yes. No. Well, no, also, well, also, no one wants to eat pandas as well. So, yeah. like, they're, I don't want to eat bamboo, full of garbage and I food. don't want to eat something that tastes like bamboo. I don't <laughs> like, give a shit about that thing. They're so poorly like adjusted for bamboo they go to the bathroom like 20 times a day because of it like yeah. is, this, is this why they can't fuck because they don't have enough yeah. nutrients no, yes. they need their weeds yes. that's part of it yes yeah. um but also like with pigeons so as rock doves when they lay eggs they're of course in rocky areas with cliff faces and things like that but in an urban environment that just means like on the hood of a car yeah. <laughs> we must imagine that pigeons like living in the city. 
fucking on a on a moving uh, on a moving like steel girder that a baby is sleepwalking <laughs> yeah it's just like the, the, the gears of industry a lot of me does think of swamp dragons as, as like maybe i don't know like <laughs> i don't know God if it's just, just, just well yeah like <laughs> it's not just the breeding it's also like i don't think they're meant to live like yeah yeah they're sexually attracted to fire you're keeping them alive for fun <laughs> mark you're i know that's a simpsons joke but also yes literally fire is part of their breeding process like the mating process uh-huh. who can make the best flame mm. which for dragons involves like distilling volatile components within their digestive system so like you got to imagine a whole bunch of dragons just explode when it's mating season and they try to make the best fire mm. oh yeah Hell yeah. Their guts are just like, oopsa doopsa. That did remind me as well of the fact that I think it's either alligators or crocodiles or both that um, gender is actually determined based on the temperature the egg is incubated at by like two or three degrees. Uh, I know that that's a thing for like sea turtles as well. Yeah. But yeah, so like, yeah, like their like nests, like for crocodiles, alligators are um, like decomposing plant matter. Mm-hmm. And like, depending on how hot that gets, um, it's either male or female. I forget. For some reason, Google Chrome just like completely crashed on me, and like it's refusing to even open up again. So I can't like check that. Oh, it's well. probably for the best, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it is Chrome. Sybil comes by, and she's like, she "Here, I made tea. you. I made you all, all the breakfast in the world. I made, I made you this fucking Denny's platter. Yeah, I, got, I brought you the the Grand Slam." <laughs> I also made a bread pudding. Sorry, I don't cook much. You know, it's just me. You know how it is. You know um, how it is being single. <laughs> and Vimes is like, yes. God, do I <laughs> thinks thinks about the weird gray meat he eats, and he's like, uh, the, yeah, okay, yeah. The line, the line with mysterious tubes in it. Just don't that's think worms, about it. babe. It's okay, oh, don't think about it. <laughs> Listen, not to, not to say I listened to the Behind the Bastards episodes on the FDA um, uh, in the past in the past week, but like that's that's just worms, babe. That's just worms, babe. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she does love Nobby. She does. I just love the vibe. Love the line. Loves um, I love the line. Vimes wasn't certain he could cope with this. Right. She says, she says he's a, a colorful little man. <laughs> Vibes is just like, who is this lady? What the, f- who the fuck is this lady? Uh, just this whole book's vibes can't cope. Yeah. <laughs> Weapons grade plutopium. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, it it like turns out that you know, her grandfather had mm-hmm. Nobby's grandfather whipped for lingering like <laughs> that makes them practically cousins uh, she she's like ah ha, ha, what a funny story but it's like yeah what a uh, funny story that i don't feel any like we- what a- like i don't feel weird about it at all i'm not aware enough to, be- to understand that that's weird i i mm, yeah it's so a she's lot. like it's it's a lot yeah. it's, it's, right it's just like it's very good that nobby is like fine with everything in his life yeah <laughs> Like, like I said, there could be a world where where he's some kind of violent radical, uh, right. but but it's that's not the story we're doing. Um, again, oh, I can't wait until we get to Night Watch. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> it's it's not literally that, but like, 
I want you to imagine Vimes as like a protagonist uh, character in Les Miserables. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. She's like, okay, I'm gonna rub some ointment on you. Let um, off your shirt, and he's like, oh no. And he's like, no, don't look at me. <laughs> and butt. then she slaps him on the ass. Yeah, she gives him a slap <laughs> on the ass. She's just like, I don't give a shit. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen my share of asses. They usually have tails, but you know, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> also, she like, 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 it's fine. This ointment will. Uh, help reduce swelling, uh, heal your bruises, and promote healthy scale growth. And he's like, what? Yeah, just like, okay, we're not the scale. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that, that fucking Garfield comic where it's like, well, John, you're gonna have a litter of puppies. God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Vimes, no, that's not alcohol in that bottle. Vimes drinks dragon cup. <laughs> I hate oh. that. Oh. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> the show is a mistake. I, I'm, I'm canceling this show. Almost two years into this podcast, I'm just, I'm canceling it. <laughs> We're done. Let's all have a nice. Terry can't we'll stop us now. Frosty dragon milkshake. No. Uh. No. No. Let's not. Um. So we got another information dump on on. Yeah, the whole thing about the dragon digestive system and that you know if it goes bad they just explode um <laughs> right and the, the ratios are all wrong it's oh impossible that it's flying blah 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 yeah v- vibes has to go nappy yeah v- vibes needs some nap v- vibes does need a nap uh tommy need drinky uh between veterinary the ex-wife city the ex-wife city in parentheses, city. <laughs> Vibes need drinky. Vibes need drinky. Um, th- this is also kind of like another scene where, like, we- we've had this many times where uh, two characters are talking past each other um, mm. about, you know, the two different things. Right. Cause... Vibes is, like, doing investigation stuff and she's just going on about dragons. She's, like, still thinking, it's like, this is impossible. I, like. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because, like,. She's just like, okay, what if... Because she jumps to, like, there's a dragon dimension. She's like, obviously there was, like, you know, they went somewhere. Right, they all just disappeared. I love that she is, in fact, exactly right, because they are summoning the dragon from the magic Well, yeah, but, like, we know that. Like, Terry showed us that. But I'm just like, I have no idea how she gets here. I'm like... (laughs) Well, because she says, like, uh, something along the lines of, like, dragons evolved to get bigger and bigger, and then they just disappeared. Mm -hmm. So she's like, they must have gone to somewhere that, like fit them like who i get but i'm just like i i don't it's a big leap yeah it's i'm like this is such it's, a huge it's leap. one of those narrative things of like sometimes you need a character like a specific character with a unique interest to just land exactly on the x on the map right. sure uh, but i'm just like okay i'm like it is but... very strange like immediately <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know that. I'm like, I know that Terry told me that earlier. I don't know how you know that, Sybil. But did okay. Terry tell you that? Sybil? Did Terry tell you that? Like, and the answer is yes. Um, oh, cause, cause she says also that like what they disappeared and then they like randomly showed up occasionally. Mm-hmm. So like they're coming from somewhere, but like she doesn't think it's a normal space. I guess. I guess some other dimension or something. Yeah, you know, because like, she's saying okay. like there's no really evidence of them like being on the disc except when they just showed up randomly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know there's magic and shit whatever 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know. it's I just I I thought it was like a weird leap. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so like this is they're they're talking past each other but like it's where she's just like, "Oh yeah, you know, the 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 dragon dimension and Vimes is just like, if anyone burns down the city, I burn down the city." Um right. but like I I actually this is one of the few scenes where like this is I have enjoyed this. Um <laughs> that yeah. that they're completely not talking on the same level at all. Um I don't know what what about it works for me all of a sudden, but uh, this is a lot better than when Tepic and Tracy talk to each other, or when when Mort and what's her name. Well, it's also just because Vibes and Ram and Sybil are just better characters than Tepic and Tracy. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, also like, uh, Mort and what's her name, Isabel. Um, when when yeah. they do it as well, it's I I don't. Uh, but that's that's you know like teens when they do it. But yeah, it's a little. Oh, it's because I think when they do it, it's weird and like projecting yeah it's all it's also a writer on his fourth book instead of his eighth. sure sure well that that was like you know when teens just want to talk about their own problems and this is just like these two people have very specific views of what is going on and they're both talking about their own specific views about what is going on and the other one i think the thing is like they don't expect the other person to be listening to them in this conversation they're just they're like also half talking to themselves they're both thinking and they are aware of that yeah Yeah. everybody's just thinking out loud um Vimes is having a um, uh, this is our fucking city moment. Um, <laughs> uh, Spider Man, you mess with one mess of with us. One of us, you yep. mess with all of us. <laughs> okay, I I'm thinking very specifically about uh, Holly. Do you remember this is uh like a very grim example, but um, the bombing at the Boston Marathon. Oh jeez. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember? I don't know why my mind went to this, but my mo- before you finished your sentence, I was thinking, do you remember the moon, the bomb scare, but it was just the advertising for the Aquatine Hunger Force movie? I had forgotten about it mm-hmm. until we got to, like, the anniversary this last week or whatever. <laughs> I think about that, like, every week, because I have the fucking music video that won Best Comedy at Anime Boston 2007 in my YouTube likes. I, I love Which that. is just the William Tell overture set to a whole bunch of anime explosions. <laughs> That's so good. So, um, Anyway, yeah, Boston Marathon bombing. The Boston Marathon bombing. Uh, Listener, if you don't know, uh, about eight years ago, um, there there was a bombing at the Boston Marathon, uh, which, you know, sets off this this big campaign of, you know, Boston Strong, yada yada, because it it launched a massive manhunt for these two men. Uh, I think one of them died, and the other one is on trial now. Um, or, Or was recently? I don't know. But regardless, like, later that week at... You know the Red Sox game. Um, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, uh, he's out there on the field. He's giving a speech, you know, thanking the the law enforcement officers, and mm. he's just like, "Yeah, you know these jerseys we wear. They don't say Red Sox. They say Boston." Blah blah. blah. And everyone's like, "Yeah, Boston. All right." And then, Christ, and then the he's looking back on it. I'm just like, "Holy fuck!" Um, mm. But he does end this little speech with, you know, "This is our fucking city." <laughs> But like, but like, it's it's a base. New York has had it too good for too long. It's, it's a baseball game being broadcast on live TV. <laughs> like, oh my god! That's right. So he just drops this f bomb, and it's just on TV. But everyone's like, "Yeah!" All the all the Bostonites. I mean that. Listen, that is right. Like that is Boston. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Swearing on live, they TV. were all screaming and shitting themselves. <laughs> But like it's, I I looked like, it up last night. 
Like it would honestly be. I feel like that would there would be nearly as much city pride in that if he just yelled "pussy." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so. Oh God. I'll 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 include a clip of it in the in the description. But I just it's so so good. Just this is our fucking city, and everyone's like, yeah. (laughs) People watching in fucking Toledo, just like what. I'm sorry, did he, did he just say that? I'm not responsible People for this. People in Boulder, Colorado, just like, what? <laughs> well, what? I mean, everybody knew, like, it was it was national news. Like, everyone knew what had happened. Oh, yeah. But, like, I just, I think <laughs> about it all the time. <laughs> I think about this is our fucking city all the time. And, like, I don't feel pride for the city of Boston, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like at that it's point, nice that place. should be on your, like, I don't know, whatever town emblem, or your, like, welcome to Boston site. <laughs> this is our fucking city. <laughs> they, fucking city. They, they could probably fix the, the Boston, you know, city seal or whatever. It should just be a picture of Big Poppy, and it just says this is our fucking city. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining a different, like, there's an Aquabat song, High Five City, and I'm imagining if the opening, instead of just going, this is our city, it's like, this is our fucking city. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Vine, Vine's just having a, this is our fucking city <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, See, I, like, I, I was unaware of the Big Poppy saying our fucking city thing, because I, I've never watched a baseball game on TV in my fucking life. And the thing life. is, neither I have I. Like, I heard about this way later, and I was like, holy shit. I, I guess it just, like, passed me by. Why, why, hasn't, there, why hasn't there been a John Boyce video about, like, the social ramifications of that broadcast? <laughs> oh, God. Like... I, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's it's my favorite local meme um of all the lo- the local memes you know the jewelry exchange in sudbury uh all of oh my god of, the jewelry exchange in sudbury all, all yeah. of the hyper local memes that holly and i share as as people from eastern massachusetts um that's just, like i don't even know what it is i just saw the fucking commercials and it's in my brain yeah, yeah the jewelry exchange the foxwoods commercial this is our fucking city uh just hyper specific eastern massachusetts things <laughs> shout out real ones now uh anyway so sybil's like oh wow i'm sure sorry your office got blown up anyway go on down to you know Sudopolis yard great wonderful terry um thank you so much um my, my father owns like a bunch of property owned a bunch of property in the city uh it's just it's just collecting dust go go ahead and vimes is just like that's like that's like in a high-rent district. If if people see Nobby, they're gonna call the police, which is us. <laughs> no, he is the police. So, you know, and she he's just like, I don't think Venerinari is gonna let us do that. And she's like, Don't you worry about him. Um Don't you worry about and here's like this is a thing in later books. Um Sybil's the type of um society lady who will refer to rich and powerful people by their first names. Mm. And I'm so sad that this isn't a thing yet, because I want her to go, Don't you worry about Havelock, I'll handle uh, him. <laughs> oh, you don't know Havelock? <laughs> no, no, Vibes does I'm... know Havelock. He's his boss. Yes. <laughs> don't don't you worry about this. Now now you're backed by by the rich and powerful and and you have to face even fewer consequences. <laughs> now, t- now just take a nap and he does and that's where we get to the end which is he w- awoke to the sound of a mob i'm yep. sure it's fine i'm sure it's fine it's great god i just like i i ended this reading and i did like i did a couple of pages i want to read more i just want to keep reading uh, yeah this. yeah that's 
I forgot how, like, we've said it, fucking easily the best Discworld book so far by a country mile. Mm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I, I still have a fondness for Weird Sisters in my heart, uh, mm. but this, yes, Oh, no, we'll see, yes. Weird Sisters is a very close second, yeah, this, but. this is, you know, this, this is a great book for there being no witches in it, you know, I'll say that one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite Discworld series are the witches books and the watch books, like, those are them. Yeah, that, that seems to be the way. If there were more of them, the fucking Moist von Litvig books would probably be up there. But as it stands, the the two good ones are also favorites of mine. <laughs> but Mark, do we have any emails? Uh, I have just checked. We do not have any emails. Uh, uh, dear know. listener, if you wish to write us an email about your thoughts and or opinions and or to yell at us, uh, you can <laughs> write us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com. That's thediscoursepod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. And I guess in the meantime, uh, Jess, where can we find you on the online? Uh, you can find me at several bad puns. Uh, you can, on Twitter. Uh, I don't know why I didn't specify that, but you you know. Um, real ones, no. Uh, you can find <laughs> the show at the Discourse if you just search for Zlorf. Uh, we're right there on the Zlorf net. Um, our theme music is done by Maxie Satan. Uh, you can find her at Pastel Hand Grenade on Bandcamp. Uh, she rules. Yeah. She does. Uh, Julie, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W. Um, locked account, public school teacher, but, uh, if you do send a follow request, I'll see if I can find you amongst, uh, the continuing tide of spam followers. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies, where me and my partner Zach post a bunch of our Warhammer stuff. And I forgot to post art since last time we recorded. No. Uh, because it was first oh, week. Well. It was first week back at school, and I was very busy, and there was all, uh, several tire fires I had to put out. But um, <laughs> also also on Twitter, you can find me at uh, fully underscore Julie. That's F-O-O-L-Y underscore J-O-O-L-Y. And that's what I'm going to be planning. Um, I'm planning on posting just some regular sketches and art I do on oh, yeah. the more regular you have like a whole month. This comes out in March if I time it right. So <laughs> that's still not enough time yeah. for me because I'm me. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. You know, maybe there's art there, <laughs> listener. By now, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Maybe there's art. Maybe there. there's art there. Maybe we do. Mystery could say? Maybe. <laughs> Schrodinger's art gallery. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What are you a cop, Mark? How about you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Avengifier. A V E N G I F I E R. Um, I'm very excited that Facebook is dying. Thank you. Hell yeah, that rules. <laughs> Woo! I, I, I joined Facebook just in time to reconnect with a high school friend who turns out is also trans, and I'm so glad it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> jo- Perfect. Join, join Facebook just long enough to, like, get her Discord handle and then dip. <laughs> I don't know if she has. I, I, like, I haven't talked, I haven't talked to her since, like late november whatever when we had a conversation so i was like oh hey there anna (laughs) fucking fucking funny how this one worked out huh i i only require facebook for my warhammer buy sell trade group in australia please i need that i don't want to go to a discord with those people (laughs) i don't want to go on reddit please i need that (laughs) i need that buy sell trade group uh you can find me on twitter at chum personable 
You can find the podcast that Mark, Jess, and I do called Lupin Lottery, which we will eventually be recording another episode of. To get the last episode of Green Jacket, we do need to record that at some point. Uh, wild. Hell yeah. Monday, probably. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. But that is a podcast where we watch all of Lupin the Third in a random order. Uh, you can also find the podcast that I'm... I've just started, and it finally, as of this recording, has an episode up after a delay of about a month of when I was originally going to, you know, because of the COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, Half Ronma Therapy, um, which is a podcast that I'm doing with my girlfriend Isabel, our friend Pokey, and uh, our friend uh, Ashley, uh, which is about Ronma One Half. Um, Ashley and I, very familiar with it, uh... Pokey and Isabel, not so much. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I had forgotten just how fucking slow the Rama One Half anime is in the early episodes. Real sedate pace. Episode three is one third flashback to episode two. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh my god! Ep- luckily, episode episode four picks up the pace a lot. I think we're finally getting to like where it gets like going. Mm-hmm. You got you got to stretch a little bit. <laughs> Literally, episode one is the introduction, and then episodes two, three, and four are all centered around Tadawaki Kuno and his bullshit, mm. and we're only just now leaving that for episode five. Nice. And episode episode seven is when Ryoga shows up, so like that's what that's when I hope it get like that's where I remember it getting really good. <laughs> That is Half Ronma Therapy. Uh, you can find my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybedelin, where I post episodes of these show- those shows early. Uh, and also, you get access to my Discord channel, where I post art early, post sketches that I just haven't really posted online yet. I can maybe do that. It's been about a week since I did those. Um, you get in-progress looks at my fanfiction chapters, and you get looks at the completed chapters uh, a couple days before I put them up. Um, give me a dollar. This is a, this is a this demand. Is a, this is a threat. This is not a request. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you all like to hear what we are watching, reading up to next week? I sure would. Yes, yes please. please. Next week on, in my edition of the book, uh, page 226... On the line, oh no, moaned Vimes, not again. Oh. Hell yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Succinct. It's the I like, not again I, this that is, really this is not it. narrow it down. This could be any of the Discworld books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but until then, uh, see you in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Just still thinking of you getting on, and like everyone just immediately, like, oh, we, oh, someone here was talking about big ladies. Guess who? Go ahead. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Jack. Oh, guess go, who? go ahead. Oh, Wonder who? <laughs> who could it be? And I'm just sitting here cackling. I heard that, yeah. Our neighbors probably heard it at 6 15. <laughs> <laughs>
They're always having fights but with the person But our neighbors are also Terry? our landlords, so who gives a shit? <laughs> they're, they're always yelling at this guy, Terry. <laughs> Rip to Terry. But he sounds like a fuck up. Really... <laughs> Rip to Terry. We, sh- we shot Terry like our landlord shots Frank. <laughs> Tim, you're yeah, not wrong. Who's... All right, Hold on, now Frank. I gotta know who's Frank. Like, uh, Frank, Frank is both the name of our landlord and his son. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> Someone is always screaming about Frank. <laughs> oh man, Why I love Frank? the sequel to Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody <laughs> hate uh, the everybody sequel to Everybody Frank. Loves Raymond, and everybody hates Chris. <laughs> everybody yells about Frank. <laughs> everybody yells Frank. <laughs> oh Christ! Where is Frank? Why isn't he here? <laughs> Whenever Frank's not on stream. <laughs> Also, the sequel to Waiting for Godot. <laughs> I love this lineage of, of media objects. Are we ready to yeah, let's, let's throw money for nothing in there. Who knows? Sure. <laughs> money for nothing in your Franks for free. 12 Angry Men really is a combination of like, the cinematic universe. 